When did you cease to love, then hate yourself? What terrible event? How long ago? What slight misunderstanding, view of self that led to fading love and then bitter hate? What silent judgment of yourself believed without a witness, umpire, a counselor, a friend? Where was that childhood friend you loved called God, who knew you better than you knew yourself and understood your every thought and act? What black and vicious weed grew secretly while all your thoughts, you thought, were of the good? What demon whispered sweet and viciously? Alas, no clue as yet. The only way is to love the self that never went away. Welcome back to Free to Just Be, the podcast identifying and ripping out those matrix attachments so humanity can take their power back. And that was a quote by Michael Shepard that I opened the show with. And this is the Hippie Freak of the South sending love, light, prayer, and high, high vibrations out in your direction this afternoon. And I hope my voice and your earbuds are on your car stereo or in your kitchen cooking dinner. Find you in great health with vibrant energy today and every day you wake up on this beautiful planet. And if this content resonates with y'all, please like it on whatever app you listened with it. Review it. Subscribe. Check out my Facebook uh, community page. And enter a conversation, because this is how we help each other, all to get free to just be. So today I want to talk about uh, the topic, love me or love me not, a prevalent program that affects everybody on the planet. And I want to want to give you a thumbnail. Um these courageous writers who basically shared their, their souls. I would imagine that they are probably, um, they are probably journalers, but I want to read a couple of these so we can really get clear on the program, the quote unquote problem that we're going to discuss today. And, and then we'll talk about some solutions. So the first one um, I want to read is this. You see that guy? He looks so happy, right? Telling jokes, smiling, having a great time, and dying inside. He's hurt and tired. He's tired of all the drama, tired of not being good enough tired of life, but he doesn't want to look dramatic, weak, and attention-seeking, so he keeps it all inside. He acts like everything's perfect, but he cries alone at night. So everybody thinks that he's the happiest person they know, that he has no problems, and her life or his life is perfect. If they only knew the truth. 
and think about what we watch, what we view, what we are saturating ourselves with every day. They'd be freaking included. Facebook, the perfect breeding ground for this behavior. Because see, you can doctor your life on Facebook, can't you? And so there, there you go. Many people compare themselves to Facebook posts, not realizing that everybody, all of us humans, are in the same journey, trying to get out of this matrix and get back home to our true selves, our true consciousness of love and light, the way we were created to be. Here's another one. Nobody knows the real me. Nobody knows how many times I've cried in my room when nobody was watching. Nobody knows how many times I've lost hope, how many times I've been let down. Nobody knows how many times I felt like that I'm about to snap, but I just don't for the sake of others. Nobody knows the thoughts that go through my head when I'm sad, how horrible they truly are. Nobody knows me. Now, if you're listening to me, ask yourself this question. Have you ever felt like that? And I I would suggest to you that every hand listening has gone up. Because we all feel that way. We're all in that boat from time to time. Here's another one. I'm getting bad again. This feeling's coming back. The emptiness. I'm drowning. Again. Help. And what help do we often get? You know, just the the first part of this, I'm getting bad again. Who told you you were bad? Maybe the doctor that said you've been depressed a little too long and you need a little magic pill. And then you depend on those pills. I'm getting bad again. It's it's time time to take one of my happy pills. Now, we're not going to go down that rabbit trail because there's a whole topic about that, but go with me here. Here's another one. I hate that feeling. That feeling when you're sad, but you have no idea why. You feel so fucking empty, but nothing in particular happened. They ask you what's wrong, but you can't explain, or they don't even ask anything. I don't know which one is worse. It just feels like I miss someone I never met. Like I need someone who doesn't need me. And this loneliness hoovers over me, takes control of me. I don't even care. So I isolate myself on purpose. Sadness becomes my best and only friend. I start hating myself. And I just want everybody to leave me alone. At the same time, I want someone to hug me and tell me things are going to be okay. I simply hate that feeling. That feeling when you don't even know what the fuck you're feeling. Wow. How many of you felt that way? And it is so prevalent because feelings have been taboo 
for at least the last 50 years. At least. And we have been mind-controlled into believing all of these wonderful writers. We've all felt that way. But you know, it wasn't always like that. But we compare and we have this matrix that's constantly putting those influencing thoughts in our mind. Oh, if you don't feel good, well, I've got a good psychologist. Oh, you know, look what Susie did. How come you can't do that? And it all stems from the massive programming of self-doubt, self-hate. You're not good enough. And here's another one I'll share. And I'm afraid that if you know me better, you'll see how broken I am and you'll walk away. Wow, I've had that experience this week. Because you see, I've been feeling isolated and lonely, but for different reasons. I I know my mission path. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. And I know that that puts me in a kind of pioneer position. I've done an episode in the past about being a pioneer. So I understand that part. But I, I have tapped in to many groups of people that think just like me. Movers and changers and people who want to think about solutions. People that have stepped away from fear and stepped away from doubt and negativity and are literally focusing their thought life on ways to help people be happy with themselves. Be happy with who they are. But this hippie freak has chosen for the last two weeks to not tap into that resource. Because you see, we all have to get out of the matrix. And all of us have different degrees and different types of programs. But this main program that has been slamming me for the last week I'm going to really bring it home with this last writer. And all of these, by the way, are, um, they are anonymous. Unless, you know, the first one that I read by Michael Shepard had a name. But otherwise, you, you know that the hippie freak is always going to share who wrote it. But anyway, I'm just going to move on. Um, so as... Per usual, I never seem to be able to share anything that is not tearing at my fabric or that I haven't experienced in real time or I've had to go revisit again before I speak about it. And this whole thing about love me, love me not has been one of the most prevalent programs in my life. You know, if you take an octopus and the matrix, you know, and all, all the matrix uh, programs are the legs, well, the self-love, lack of self-love, self-hate, self-abuse 
would be the body of the octopus, or better yet, it's the spider in the web, all right? And that spider weaves all these other matrix programs around it. But the main thing is make every human being hate themselves. Because see, the dark side hates us. The dark side hates us because we have free will. The dark side hates us because we are literally the consciousness of love and light. We have just forgotten. Because see, the dark side not only brings us into the world, think about it. It begins the moment we are born. Now, I'm not going to take the tangent about how we've chosen. We've all chosen. But let's just take the other side of that. You come into that hospital room, and what do they do? They do an APGAR test. They do a test on you right then. You know, not to mention the fact that maybe your mama uh, was under massive stress. Maybe, as in, you know, yesterday's program, maybe you were one of those interruptions in her life. And that feeling permeated you in utero. And then you're compared, the Apgar scale compares you with how all the other babies fare. And on and on, the snowball of the matrix begins to weave its web around our beautiful love and our beautiful light. And we end up with all these programs. But the basic thing that they want us to believe is that we are worthless, that we don't need to be here. And, you know, I actually saw a quote today that said, my psychiatrist said that some lives, you know, sometimes life is too hard for people. Can you imagine a psychiatrist or psychologist literally saying, yeah, some people, you know, life is just too hard for some people. Like putting the check mark in the box. Well, you know, we know you're thinking about it, so just just go do it. Because, see, that is the deep side's agenda. They are the deep side, the deep state, the dark side. But there's so much focus on that. There's so much attention on the dark side. So we need to turn the page. We've now seen how most of the world is right now. And why are you bringing this all up, hippie freak? What is the deal? Well, not only have I gone through my own doubt again and again and again, how many times in 60 years have I thought that I was a worthless piece of shit? Okay, admit it. I have admitted it. And most people want very much to be able to do exactly that. They want to be able to speak their truth. Because it's exhausting to live in a mask. A mask for work. A mask for your church family. A mask for your husband because you have to walk on eggshells because, you know, you might say something that triggers him and you have to make him happy and fuck yourself. You don't have to worry about yourself. I'm sorry. Forgive my French. I will try to keep it clean. But that is the truth. Program after program. 
And we need to start looking at the reality is a lot of people are waking up. But because we have been mind-controlled to believe that our feelings are not something that are guidepost. Our feelings aren't like the flashing yellow light or even the red light that's saying, stop, um, I need some attention here because you just freaked out and your dog didn't do it. Our feelings have been <laughs> over the years told to go inside stuff them down you know the drill you know the drill put on a happy face just think yourself out of it be positive put on your positive pants because you know you don't want to feel negativity you don't want to feel anger you don't want to feel lonely and by golly if you're feeling that you don't let people know it what you keep your skeletons in your closet you die alone inside. I mean, come on. Haven't you got the program message yet? And yet people are beginning to wake up and say, oh, wait a minute. Because the truth absolutely is. Think about this one. Now, this is a quote by Elizabeth Gilbert. And this is what she says. The darkness of self-hatred is immune to any worldly accomplishment or success. I will use myself as an example. If any of my listeners have been followers for any length of time, you could see how I, you know, as soon as things go good, this hippie freak retracts. Because see, I'm not used to good stuff. I'm used to, you know, just having the struggle and, you know, others may and I may not which is a bunch of BS, by the way. But you've witnessed my own self-sabotage on this show. This show is literally like a, a walking, living example of people evolving. But they're doing it right out in public. Because, you know, this hippie freak was so tired of being suppressed my first moment of suppression that I recall, I was two or two and a half. I had two of them. And they left such a firm impression on my life that when I finally woke up, the first thing I wanted to do was take every skeleton out of my freaking closet. I wanted to let every spring of that jack-in-the-box that had been told to stuff it down, be quiet, nobody wants to hear your shit, I wanted to bust out and just spew it on the world. Well, guess what? The reason I'm talking about that now is because that is exactly what is happening. And if we don't get ahead of it, if we don't begin recognizing that you and I have been through it, that everybody else in the world is beginning to go through it, and they're beginning to realize, wait a minute, I, I don't like this. I don't want to be this way anymore. Well, who, who made you boss of me? Because, see, the dark side knows that if you can stay in that self-doubt, self-hate, I'm worthless, then you'll do just what the hippie did. 
get all these good good vibes coming at you, all these good comments, and retract and not record for a week. Heck, I had stuff going on in my life, but you know what? 25 days out, folks, the truth is I know that I have a big assignment. And I am, I am really battling those voices that keep telling me, oh, you're a sham. You know, what do you know? All I know is I am supposed to be living out loud so I can help my brothers and sisters along that maybe I can speak out of my mouth the truth that they've had hidden in their hearts their whole life so that they can say, wow, if she could do it, I could do it. And thousands of us are rising up and doing the same thing. But the deep state knows that it can knock your ass right down. You want to have a, a mark on society? Look at, look at all the musicians. The one I just, uh, was thinking about and heard about, uh, yesterday on Lori Ladd's show was Marastaman, Bob Marley. Do you know he was talking about one love? One love. We are one human race and we all have one thing in common. We all are that consciousness of love. And this is what Bob Marley was trying to get across. And they killed him. Oh yeah, they'll tell you that he had cancer of the toe. But the deep state can't have anybody speak in their mind. But now, see, now it's out of control. There's too many people awake and they are going down. It's getting ready to happen, folks. But in the meantime, as evolution keeps moving energy through us, there are many of us holding on to those programs. There are many of us getting sick with sicknesses that people, doctors can't even figure out because it's just energy wanting to loose from our bodies. And we need to help each other know what's going on. Because you see, You can't hate yourself happy. You can't criticize yourself thin. You can't shame yourself wealthy. (laughs) Real change begins with self-love and self-care, is a quote by Jessica Ortner. Thank you, Jessica. And (laughs) it's, it's amazing to me how... You know, I've told people for years, one of my key lines of, of friendships and mentoring situations is TLC yourself. Are you TL, are you tender, loving, care, caring yourself? And that is the hippie's biggest issue. I can encourage, I can tell you all this truth. And it is true. And I actually believe it. My spirit believes it. My mind believes it. But my programmed emotions that have been stuffed down for 60 years, sometimes struggle to catch up. And so I can preach it to somebody else. I can encourage somebody through their trauma. But guess what, baby? I still have self-hate issues myself. And every one of us, it's not a one, two, three dance and you're done. That is the journey, folks. And we have been told that You know, if the journey isn't perfect, if the journey is messy, if the journey uh, hurts like hell, you keep it to yourself. 
And we don't heal that way. We heal when we start exposing all the BS that we go through. Because see, there's two ways we can go. We can either continue to make ourselves miserable or we can make ourselves strong. You know what? Each of them takes the same amount of work. Do you know it takes work to hold on to your bullshit? It takes work to get yourself in such a tizzy that you can't move forward. Oh, yes, stab me in the chest right now. But I admit it. I'm bringing it out in front of the world to say, look, I'm still sitting in the chair. I'm still speaking in the mic. I have not dissolved. All right. And my husband still loves me. I still have crap going on in my life, but I will move through this. Yeah. I've had a few days. I've had to recognize it, acknowledge that it was there. I had to do all of my self-care. But it's so interesting that most self-care is, go have a drink. Oh, just go on vacation and forget everything. It's still a form of avoidance. It's still a form of keeping your stuff that you've been told you shouldn't deal with, not dealt with. The way to heal. Picture, all right, all you nurses out there, you picture a cut. You picture a motorcycle rider who, who's got road rash all over. What do you got to do? You got to clean that gunk out and it hurts like hell. But until all the gunk is out, you miss some gunk and that little area is going to puss up, going to get red and angry, and it's going to spew some nasty shit on somebody because you didn't clean it out and start forming that clean skin again. So how do we, how do we get back? Because, you know, as Steve Maraboli, who is one of my favorite quoters, he has so many good quotes. He says, your greatest self has been waiting your whole life. So we don't want to make it wait any longer. All right. So this is, this is why we're identifying the issues. And this is why we try to seek solutions for how we can possibly make it better. So how do we get this self hate, self doubt? How do we get it in control? You know, because there are so many people right now that feel like this. I don't know about you, but this is how I felt most of my life. But now I'm actually hearing people talk like this. And I have to tell you, the quote unquote, oh yes, here's another program, the labeling. I'm a baby boomer. And right now, this baby boomer is going to cheer on the millennials. First off, I'm pulling off those labels. Because, you know, the word says we shouldn't look down on anybody because of their age. Now, should we? Because out of even the mouths of infants and children, he's ordained praise. Has he not? 
So let's just lose the labels. But that particular age group in particular, it's, it's kind of like the 60s. You know, there was so much suppression and uh, that's when free love came in. Because that generation, that age group said, wait a minute, I'm, this is not cool. All this war and hate, I don't want this. Well, to me, that is the millennial age group. They're the ones that are beginning to question. They're the ones that are saying there's got to be a better way. They're the ones that, for the most part, are going, we got to stop destroying Mother Earth. Because they want freedom as well. So this is what I'm hearing a lot of. I hate small talks. I want to talk about atoms, death, aliens, sex, magic, intellect, the meaning of life. I want to talk about faraway galaxies, the lies you've told, your flaws, your favorite sense, your childhood, what keeps you up at night, your insecurities and your fears. I like people with depth who speak with emotion with a twisted mind. I don't want to know what's up anymore. That is the program that they're breaking out of. You see somebody at work, what's up? Do you really mean what's up? What's going on in your world? No, it's just, you know, a a little nicety. How you doing? And here's the, the program response. Oh, I'm fine. Nobody's freaking fine. I mean, come on, get a grip. Everybody, even when they're joyful, have issues in life that they're dealing with. It's time to get real, folks. It's time to get real. So how do you know the difference? How do you know the difference between a wounded human and an awakened human? I'll tell you. The wounded are afraid to speak their truth. The awakened honors their truth. Whatever it is they're feeling, they're not going to deny it anymore. The wounded human lacks self-worth. The awakened human knows how much they are worth. The wounded human tolerates toxic people. Oh, we're going to walk on eggshells because, you know, I don't want to say something that might offend. I might have to go into a safe room or they might have to. No, 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 no. The awakened human sets loving boundaries. And when somebody comes into their energetic field that they don't want there, they'll put the hand up or whatever tactic they have. The wounded human seeks external validation. Oh, this was a big one for me. Because see, as a child, and I'm going to do a whole show on CEN next, I've got to do it. But as a child, I didn't get that validation. And so I've spent my entire life looking for the validation of others. You know, and your validation comes from the glorious being that you are and your creator loves you and you are fearfully and wonderfully made and that's where we need to get back to. The wounded human 
people pleases. Oh, and oh, let me go back. The awakened human, what do they do? They get their validation from within. They know that they're okay because they came in okay and that's who they are. So the wounded are people pleasers and the awakened ones inspire others to shine. The wounded humans apologize for who they are. What? Apologize for who they are. But an awakened human lives unapologetically. In fact, they live out loud and say, here I am, world. The wounded human has massive negative self-talk. Because the program is you steep yourself in negativity. You keep your face in the TV. You compare yourself on Facebook. You stay in the negative hamster wheel of the news. Fear, fear, fear. Worry, worry, worry. Negative, 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 Nelly. But the awakened human speaks oh so gently to themselves. Yes, indeed, they do. So I leave you with this. I want you to keep in mind that the world is literally like our mirror. Wherever you go, whoever you talk to, however you react is a reflection of what's going on inside of you. So use that as a tool the rest of this week. As you're looking out at your world and in your head you're judging the way somebody's dressed, stop and think, what's going on inside of me? Do I wish I could pull off an outfit like that? Am, am I jealous because I want to dress like that? Or maybe you were like the hippie freak. When I saw a beautiful demonstration recently on, in one of my classes, and I looked at this person's, the background of this person's home, and I, I, it was like I had a panic attack. I thought, oh my gosh, if I have to do a demo and, you know, I don't have this and I don't have that and, and, you know, I'm getting ready to teach classes and, and what am I going to wear and, 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 do you see the hamster wheel starting? When that hamster wheel starts in your head, stop it. Give the hamster a little nibble. Have him nibble on a question. A question that says, wow, you know, maybe I should write this down and, and revisit it. Now, wouldn't that be a way to start changing your life? As you observe yourself, you have a little notebook. You know, you can't dissect things on the fly right in the beginning. You get really good at it and you can almost do it on the fly. But most times you have to kind of revisit it and think to yourself, wow, you know, it's like when I, I was still out in the matrix working on my way home from work, I'd be kind of going through my day and I'd think about my day on my way home. And I'm like, wow, yeah, I remember when that person poked me and I didn't like it. So it's the same concept, but man, you could really help yourself out if you had a little notepad in your back pocket 
and that person poked you and you saw that reflection back because you know what? Anything you're feeling about another or about another situation, it's just reflecting back what needs your attention. So let's encourage each other. We have some dark days coming. You know, sad days, you know, what what the programmers tell us, you know, the change of season is here. And back in the day, in the way old days, before all the Matrix programming, when it was a time, you know, of doing inner stuff, believe it or not, you'd be taking care of not only the inside of your cabin, but you'd be thinking about what the future lies for your crops or for your animals or, you know, what clothing you were going to make for your family. So it was always a progression forward. It was a time to rest your body from all the physical activity from the spring and the, and the winter. But now, oh no, the dark days are coming. We no longer have that activity outside. And people experience these horrible physiological things because they keep themselves out of the sunshine. How many people actually walk out in the moonlight? Because the dark side has kept all that information, all those homeopathic, all of those weird voodoo alternative remedies that are evil are actually what our ancestors used to do. They'd follow the signs. What does the word say? Follow the signs. Astrology or signs. Following the moon cycle. All of those things were put here for a reason. But we've been told that they're taboo. I'm sorry, I've gotten way off the track here, but I want to encourage you, brothers and sisters, because... We do have energy moving at such a rapid pace. And those of us that understand energy and frequency and energy wellness and, you know, have done so much reading about this, we are experiencing shifts that are freaking us out. Imagine the majority of the world that think talks about energy, vibrations, and frequency are freaking weird. I live in the Bible Belt. And my quote-unquote age group of baby boomers, I'm sorry, but I this is the point, is it not? Have been so programmed by, by religiosity that even bringing up Tai Chi Gung in some of those groups makes me a heretic, makes me an absolute heathen, makes me the, you know, the sister that has drank the Kool-Aid and, you know, is throwing her money to the wind and uh, whatever, whatever floats your boat. But I am on a trajectory to help people through what I've already gone through, what I'm still going through. What I'm going through now in public, right in your eardrums. So, be brave. Be courageous. Look at yourself. Every time 
you're out there in the matrix. See what makes you react. That's your red flag. And this self-hate, when it comes up, just jump on an awakening site. Jump on free to just be and, and spew it out. Because you'll get a whole bunch of encouragement. And again, I just encourage you to come and visit. Uh, look in the show notes. It'll take you right to my new Facebook page. And I'd love to hear your comments on tonight's topic. And in the meantime, until the next time, this is the Hippie Freak of the South saying peace out.